This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business owner or executive level leader looking to advance God's kingdom at work, sign up for one of their 2019 workshops at www.kingdomatwork.com slash events. Kingdomatwork.com slash events. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him as Martha and I broadcast to you from Lubbock, Texas, courtesy of the Kingdom at Work folks here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Ladies and gentlemen, if you lead a team, if you are a Christ-following business owner or leader, this is a place you must take your team. You have to experience the Kingdom Leadership Workshop because when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, then a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. All right, we can kind of head off to Joplin, Missouri today. To the team that runs Schubert Mitchell Homes, or is it Mitchell Schubert Homes? No, it's Schubert Mitchell Homes, and they've got a third partner, but he didn't get to put his name in part of the deal. But we've got with us today, we got Damon Schubert, we got Dan Mitchell, we got Joe Harris, and we got Oscar and T and T. Oh, I'm not going to let that. We've got Oscar, and he's going to tell you how to say his last name. I don't want to mispronounce it because my, I'm not really great with Spanish names. Gentlemen, welcome to I Work for Him. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. We're going to go through the room. We're going to talk about how Christ impacted your life. We're going to go with Joe Harris first, though. Talk to us. How did you become a Jesus follower? Well, I really think I became a Jesus follower uh, through the example of my family. I come from a, a long list of family that have a very deep faith. And uh, really, uh, I don't have any kind of crazy, uh, crazy moment or kind of change in life, but uh, as uh, as I was growing up, um, the example set by my parents and their parents and the generations that went before me um, just really uh, struck my heart that uh, that they were following Christ and what they were doing, and I wanted to do the same. And so I accepted Christ, oh, at about the age of uh, 12, and uh uh, I think family and, and how they interact together and the example that they said, I think could be a very meaningful, meaningful experience for a child. Dan Mitchell, what about you? How'd you become a Jesus follower? Well, my parents were good examples as well, but um, I did not um, become serious about following God until I met my friend, Ted Fletcher, who I, I was probably a freshman in high school. I was uh, pursuing... Um, my own agenda. And I started noticing a difference between him as a friend and the other people that were at my high school. And that was that he cared about me uh, beyond what I was doing on Friday night. And he invited me to church and I kept watching him and seeing how God was impacting his life. And what happened is God became real to me. And um, I started reading the scriptures I remember my first book was Hebrews, <laughs> wow. which wasn't very fun, but no, um, that's like intense. That's it was intense. intense. Yeah. Yep. And my heart was changed by his word and it has been being changed ever since. Excellent. Damon Schuber, how about you? Well, uh, I, uh, was raised by a single mom and did a great job, I think, but, um, dropped us off at, you know, Wednesday nights, sometimes mm-hmm. at, at church, um, here and there, um, but wasn't really um, serious about anything. Uh, went off to University of Kansas, Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, go KU. 
Um, Got to get I, all that in there. I hope I didn't offend too many. <laughs> That's okay if you did. It's, it's okay. <laughs> they, all, they all know that, uh, that, uh, that college sports is not a highlight on iWorkRoom because I grew up in Minnesota. And you understand <laughs> if you're a college sports guy. For Minnesota. Go so, right uh, it's all right. I was at, I was at the university and uh, was not following Christ in any way. And, but I had a friend from high school. I went down to visit in Joplin, Missouri, who was going to Ozark Christian College. And it was at that um, time I stayed with him that weekend, there was a difference in mm-hmm. his life and in his spirit. And there was a peace about him. And I uh, went back and started reading in the book of Matthew, chapter one. And um, it was through the reading a chapter every night of Matthew that my heart was changed. I was baptized my junior year and moved down to Joplin and uh, finished my education at Ozark Christian College. And like Dan, I've been, Joe, been growing ever since. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. All right. So how did Schubert Mitchell, Schubert Mitchell Homes come about? How did you guys come together to be a team? All three of you loving Jesus, loving to build homes. Where did this all come from? Who, who, who gets to tell that story? Don't look at each other. Somebody volunteer. Dan does Dan. a good job. Dan, Dan's going to Dan, tell it. the story. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, uh, the story, uh, like our three faith stories, begins with God. Um, and uh, it actually, tragedy occurred in our, our city. There was a tornado, one of the largest tornadoes. Um, it was an F1 tornado. Five. Oh, F5. Yeah. F, yeah I get those mixed end. up. The other, yeah, the other is the worst kind. The big kind, Not, the no. mile wide or whatever. Right. It was a, it was Stupid. over a mile wide, wasn't it? Yep. It was, it was wow. over a mile wide and it tracked for about seven miles across our city. Mm. 162 people uh, passed away in that tornado. And um, in dealing with the aftermath of that and the survivors, um, uh, Damon and I both separately thought about the beaten bow companies and their um, generosity, their integrity. And we, th- we saw a lot of people coming to town um, for good reasons and some for not so good reasons. And we just thought, you know, to rebuild um, homes in Joplin, what, what, what kind of better partnership would there be than beaten bow homes to come and do that? Uh, for as a gift uh, for for um, for the city, and then exploring that with Rick Beatenbow and his team, uh, what what came about was the idea that um, maybe Damon and I should lead that effort, and that they would help us. And generously, they they have helped us uh, build and begin a new company, and um, and that was the beginnings. That's how it started. So, how many homes were destroyed by the uh, the tornado in Joplin, Missouri? Well, over eight thousand structures, eight thousand um, structures, were destroyed in the tornado, and some portion of those were single family. Yes, um, maybe a couple thousand of them. All right. So, you came here to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, Joe Harris. Talk to me. Is this your first time, Joe, to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? Yes, it's my first time. But the, have these guys gone other times? No? Is this the first time for all of you? Damon? Yeah. Yep. Dan? Really? Okay. All right. So, Joe, why'd you come? Well, obviously, we had a lot of love for the Beatonbow family and, uh, and everything that they've, uh, they've done in partnering with, with us all these years. Um, but to come here and just see um, uh, and experience uh, this amazing program that they've put together, um, um, I, 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 I think the thing for me, um, as I take away, is just the amazing encouragement to see so many other companies 
uh, trying to honor God with their business um, and uh, to see how amazing it can be, but also how challenging it can be and to kind of go through that together. Um, to me, is probably one of the key takeaways that I um, that I'm gaining from the conference. Wow, Martha. So, Damon, how about you? What What have you been gleaning so far already from the workshop? Well, it for me, it's a good reminder that it's the easiest thing to do and the hardest thing to do mm. all at the same time. Um, it's one of those simple. There's a lot of simple truths that mm-hmm. I think we know that we were reminded of. But at the same time, that relational style of kingdom leadership is one of the hardest things to do. It's the most vulnerable, the most intimate, but it re- reaps the most most results. For mm. sure. Dan, what about you? What, what what was it that you said, okay, you already knew the beaten bow, folks, but why was it you said, ah, let's travel all the way to Lubbock? You guys drove too, right? We did drive. All right, yeah. so it's a beautiful drive because we drove through Joplin all the way to here. We what, did. We could have stopped yeah, there. Yeah, we could, and now we, we know places. Look, we people, were looking for a hotel. Yeah, now know? we know people we could stay with, and they're brand new homes. <laughs> why was it, Dan, that you came? Well, part of it for me was team. Um, we brought... Uh, eight people from our team to experience uh, this idea. Really, that's what this is. It's an idea about um, how to how right. to live out the kingdom in your business. And we try that every day. And it's nice to have the, the idea reinforced by people who've been at it longer than we have. And it's nice to, um, to be challenged um, to step it up where we need to. And even I, I believe as we've always been, uh, as, as has always been in the relationship with Beat and Bow family, um, we challenge them. They challenge us. We sharpen each other. And so uh, I think we're seeing that happen in our team as well. And we come back, lots more in I work for him as we talk with the Schubert Mitchell Holmes folks here as they, we've got Dan Mitchell, Damon Schubert, Joe Harris here. These guys run a company, a building, co- a residential housing company in Joplin, Missouri and around. We're going to hear more about what they do when we come back and more of the reasons or the things that they're learning here at the Kingdom Leadership mm-hmm. Workshop. But I really want to encourage you to check out kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com, and sign up for one of the 2019 Kingdom Leadership Workshops. You, it will be the best investment in you and your people, that in your leadership team that you can make in 2019. You listen to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg on location at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop in Lubbock, Texas. That's right, Jim. We are here and excited um, today to be able to interview um, some attendees that are, have come as a group have never attended here before, but yet you already know the the reputation. You have a great relationship with Beaten Bow Homes. You're in the same industry. And so getting to um, bring your team leaders here and learn from that. And we'll get to just kind of uncover a little bit of that today as we talk. All right, Damon Schubert, let's just go to you. Schubert Mitchell Homes, you guys have already, you've known the Beaten Bow people for a number of years. You said six or seven. When was the tornado? 2011. 2011. So six or seven years, you guys have really been working side by side with them. How have you tried to implement these whole kingdom principles? What, what does it look like already? I mean, before you came to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop, you guys have, I imagine, already working on some stuff. What are some of the things you've been doing to set yourself apart as a home builder that really is kingdom-minded? Wow, that's a big question. Um, I think it probably starts with uh, people. Um, you know, one of the things that reinforced to us through the beaten bows is, is don't focus on building good homes, which sounds crazy. <laughs> focus on building good people mm. and good people build good homes. How many people do you guys have on your staff? Uh, about 55. And how many trades are you guys working with? 
uh, two or three hundred. Yeah. Okay. All right. So fifty-five wow. staff people, two three hundred tradespeople. So you're impacting a lot of families. And are you guys just in Joplin, Missouri, or are you guys in, in some of the surrounding areas? I don't know that part of Missouri at all. Sure. So Joplin, Missouri is uh, consists of Carl Junction, Webb City, Neosho. There's quite a few surrounding communities. Uh, about a year ago, we expanded to our second market, which is Northwest Arkansas, which is a... Oh, ben, uh, Bentonville, Bentonville We were Rogers. just there last month. That's a beautiful area. It's gorgeous. Yes. Going fast. You have Excellent. to connect you guys with the Work Matters people. They have yep. up in, Have you guys already heard about them yes, there? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Excellent. But that, that was the first time. We were there three weeks ago. What a great area of the country that is. Okay. So you've got 55 staff people, 300 tradespeople, and, and you're saying learning how to appreciate the people. That's something you guys are trying to do already, Damon Schuber. Talk to us about the impact of your faith on your workplace so far. I'm going to ask these other guys too, but what do you, how do you think you're doing implementing kingdom principles into Schubert Mitchell Mitchell Holmes. I'm trying to put a it is a mouthful. In there. No, no. Schubert Mitchell Holmes. I don't know why it's a mouthful, but what's your website? Let's let's highlight your website too first. Uh, SchuberMitchell.com. That's pretty simple. SchuberMitchell.com. Okay, that's right. What have you been trying to do? What, what kind of kingdom principles have you been trying to incorporate? Um, well, I think it starts with you know as people are the center. Um, it uh, when we started Schubert Mitchell Holmes, um, uh, Dan and I were both involved with our own. Uh, kind of ventures before that and, and ran them ethically and morally and, and things like that. But there was a, there's a difference in being a Christian that runs a business mm-hmm. and being a kingdom company. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think the difference is it's just a small difference. It's just a tweak. It's one degree as we talk about one degree meetings here. Yeah. Right. Um, but the difference is just really investing in your people. I mean, we, uh, and it, it's not a, a list of practical things to do, but it's the heartbeat behind them. It's, you know, um, celebrating baby showers. It's praying before our meetings. It's getting to know what people are going through in their daily life. It's correcting them with love. Um, there's a lot of things that make up a kingdom company. Um, that's different than just running a business or morally and ethically. It's putting people above profits. So do you have people working for you today that worked for you in your former companies? Uh, we have uh, I, my former company was actually a ministry called Bridge Youth Center, and we have uh, kids that both ha- live in our homes and work on our teams that were uh, just kids who came and r- rode the skate park or climbed the oh, the wall fun. or were in the bands. Well, so. and the reason I asked the question was a lot of times when we run a company and and we didn't understand how to run it really, we run it ethically, as you said, morally. And all of a sudden now you're really running it because you understand that you serve an almighty God and you've been given an incredible thing to steward. And you understand that it's really to, to, to really be a blessing to the kingdom and all those in your community. And so all of a sudden you run it differently. The people that work for you before are looking at you going, ah, but Damon, I never saw that part of you before. Dan, I never saw that part of you before. Joe, I never saw that before. So do you ever get any of that feedback from people that are experiencing you now that experienced you before? Dan? Uh, no. Okay. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving I, on. I, I, well, I think yeah. like Joe, I, you should bring Joe into this. Okay, Actually, Joe, when you we'll think about you this, when you think about the, the question, do people work for us that worked for us before? The answer for Joe is yes. And I don't think he does anything any differently than he did before. Mm. Yeah, no. So I, I joined after the fact. So, um, I've been with the company for about half its existence, uh, for about three and a half years now. And my story is kind of twofold. Uh, one is um, kind of for my daily life. I was uh, um, 
an executive at a Fortune 500 company, focusing on growing that company. Um, but in, uh, in my extra time, uh, my wife and I had formed a rental company. Mm. And so that rental company had single family homes, uh, servicing, uh, families in the Southwest Missouri uh, region as well. And as part of that rental company, um, our, uh, kind of key, uh, Mr. Fix it, our, our maintenance and, and, and key, uh, key employee for that business is now part of Schubert Mitchell and is, is our warranty manager. And I think he would say that uh, um, it's it's kind of the same, a little different. I will say that uh, in that rental company, um, a little bit different than a home building company because you're servicing families for sometimes a temporary period of time or transitionary. And uh, that business, um, as we got into it, um, I didn't recognize it having the opportunity to be a kingdom business when we started. Mm-hmm. But as we got into that business, servicing families, and a lot of times rentals, the, the story's a little different. You buy a new home, it's such a celebration, such an uh, emotional moment to uh, have the opportunity to move into a new home. Whereas rentals, it's a little different. Sometimes that transition isn't quite as exciting. It might be uh, moving from one city to another, moving from an, one job to another. But more than likely, what I was seeing most of the time was going from being married to divorced, yeah, going changed. from being two parents to a single family household, trying to hold it together for your kids. And what an awesome opportunity to speak love into those families. And so a business that I didn't recognize going into it being a kingdom business certainly was a tremendous opportunity um, to be a kingdom business, to uh, what I call um, be at a kind of that inflection point for some of those families as they go through some form of life's transition. Um, but to answer your question, I do think Terry, who's the, the gentleman who's come with me from that business into Schubert Mitchell, I think he would say it's uh, very similar. Hmm. I mean, it's go ahead, Martha. So it sounds like God opened your eyes to seeing the people in front of you and the needs that they had and, and finding a way to help minister to them in the process. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. I mean, it's easy to look at business and see the numbers and see yeah. the spreadsheets and things like yeah. that. And you say, wow, you know, if Dana, I do this, Dana, this, do this, you guys appreciate that to see the numbers, see the spreadsheets. I, I get it. You guys probably aren't as big numbers spreadsheet guys. You let him do that. You get to actually build the homes. I mean, <laughs> do all of you love um, spreadsheets the same? No, these two guys love spreadsheets. Okay. <laughs> Damon and Joe. You love the smell of blueprint, blueprints in the morning. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so to, to, to see that oh, rental is a great investment, right? You know, in so many years, uh, it'll be mm-hmm. paid for. It'll, it'll represent uh, a nice savings opportunity. Um, but you just can't help but be brought to your knees when you see so many families just crying through horrible situations. And uh, so many uh, single moms and single dads. That was really the big one is the families being pulled apart mm-hmm. and needing a place to live. And you being there at a time that's uh, such an inflection point for that family. The other thing that I found interesting about that is nobody looks like they're hurting. Mm. You know, they pull up in the nice SUV and everybody looks great and they pop out of the car and come in and look at your home and everything's great. But when it's time to make that application, they kind of had to tell you their story about why you should pick them for the home or why their credit's not so good or why... Um, they're needing to move so quickly. 
Um, and so they would share that story. It's such a unique opportunity for you to meet somebody more than likely for the first time and then immediately know their story and what their struggles are and then have that ability to speak into their life at that point in time in such a unique set of circumstances. Now, you guys build homes. You guys create places for families to grow, uh, to be a blessing in the community. You're putting people in neighborhoods uh, so that they can um, build community amongst themselves. How often do you get involved in the stories of the people that, of the homes you're building, Damon? Not that much anymore. Uh, as we grow, you know, one of the things that's, that you'll hear at uh, the conference, um, but, you know, how many people can you really invest in right. uh, mm-hmm. deeply? Um, so I'm proud to say that our warranty staff, our sales people get to know their, the, our home, home buyer stories well, um, pray with them, oftentimes love on them. Um, and my job is to love on my direct reports. Uh, and I think that's the biggest difference that I've, I've, you know, uh, experienced is my eyes open to the ministry around me with the people that, um, mm-hmm. that I work with. Mm-hmm. And it is such a great opportunity. When we come back, lots more from here at the Kingdom Leadership Workshop. Kingdomatwork.com is hosting this. And next year, they'll have three of them in 2019, in February, April, and in October. And if you are a Christ-following business owner or leader, you need to bring, and you've got a desire to really incorporate kingdom principles within your organization because you want to see your organization transformed by the power of God, you need to come here to the Kingdom Leadership Workshop to experience this, just to see this in in action. And you're going to hear from the Schuber Mitchell Homes guys, the guys that own it. we got Dan Mitchell, Damon Schuber, and Joe Harris. They own Schuber Mitchell Homes out of Joplin, Missouri. And you're going to hear why they're here but And you've been hearing a little bit about it. In fact, Joe Harris, right before the break, you were talking about your experience before you joined Schubert Mitchell Homes as a landlord. You you were rent, renting out homes, and you saw that as an incredible ministry opportunity. One last question, because there's a lot of people listening today that have rental properties. And most of them have never, I'm guessing, have never ever thought about the fact that being a landlord is an incredible ministry opportunity. Yet when you were doing that, Nobody ever really told you, hey, this is a ministry opportunity, a ministry business. It's a business tree. Yeah, no, nobody ever told me that. Um, It just seeing so many families struggling um, out there and not having seen that so quite so personally before. As a landlord, you come front and center with families at a very fundamental level, which is their home. And to see them struggling so deeply and having that opportunity and that exposure to uh, to be with them in person, to know what the issues were and being able to do something about it really is what um, encouraged us to uh, uh, to move the business more towards um, ministering to those families as they go through life's transition from somewhere to somewhere else. And uh, just so many good stories um, coming out of that, um, obviously, uh, families uh, divorcing was probably the number one issue. I remember one story in particular where a young man came to me and I had this house that really was hard to find. And I don't know how he found it. So I asked him, I'm like, how did you find this house? And he said, it's because um, his young wife and kids lived um, three or four houses down. And his wife had decided that She got married young and wasn't sure she wanted to be married anymore. And he wanted to live that close to his family while he uh, 
while he tried to to win his wife back. And so I said, I'm I'm in that with you. You know, I'm a I'm a young dad. I've got four little kids. I your heart can't be not tugged by that situation. And uh I think it was about twelve weeks later, I get a call late at night and he's like, We went on our third date and we've decided to reconcile and and I'm moving home and I said, you know, let's just tear up your lease and look, let me come over there and let's get you moved home. And there's just so many stories like that where as a business, you can truly impact people's lives. And that's, that's not just the rental business. I think that's any business. I agree. Dan Mitchell, why don't you introduce our guest for this segment? Well, Oscar Antione, he's one of our first earliest team members and he, uh, I was born in Mexico, but grew up in Neosho, Missouri, which is in uh, southwest Missouri, where we where we build homes. And now he's the first general manager of Northwest Arkansas for Schubert Mitchell Homes. Wow. So, Oscar, you got to move to Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah. That's been great. Has it been great? <laughs> yeah. You love that. Okay. All right. So, Oscar, first, talk to us about your faith walk. Talk to us about how you ended mm-hmm. up working for these guys at Schubert Mitchell Homes. Sure. Um, you know, my faith walk probably... Um, really started in, in, uh, my last, my senior year of high school. And, um, as a, a son of a, uh, immigrant family, um, I was exposed to a lot of religion, um, all kinds of religion. And it was really my beautiful wife now, um, who took the stance and said, um, you know, if you, if you want to have a relationship with me, you have to love the Lord. And, um, she She said that to you when you were in high school. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. And, um, you know, she was a good looking lady. And so I'm like, I got to figure this out. (laughs) And, um, it was through that, that, uh, I decided, okay, I've, I've had a lot of religion in my life. Um, and I still don't get it. And so I, I I need truth. I need to, I need to discover this on myself. So, um, I just, uh, I got a, um, FCA Bible that was, Handed out in um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yes. Okay. All right. uh-huh. Were you an athlete in high school? Yes. Uh huh. What did you play? What did what'd you, you do? I was a runner and a basketball player. Yeah. Okay. And so I had this Bible that, of course, they had been handing out. So I just picked it up and I read it straight through. Um, and it, it didn't take very long where um, scripture just came alive. And um, there was no question. Um, it just became truth in my life. And, um, that's, that was the start of my faith walk. Talk about the, the, so you were born in Mexico, Mm -hmm. but how young were you when your folks immigrated here to the States? Uh, I was about five. Okay. So you've got, you have some memories then of life before. Mm -hmm. What an incredible opportunity. And you know, there's, there's all kinds of, uh, stuff in the media, the, the negativity towards immigration. I want to tell you, I'm grateful that you're here and, and, and your story, it just adds to the flavor of where, of who we are as a nation. Talk to, talk to us about how did you first figure, I mean, how'd you get involved in, in building, in the building mm-hmm. trades? Did that, did that happen in high school? Did you get exposed in a shop class or how did you learn to work with your hands? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think my dad is, that's one thing that um, he showed me very, very well is um, to work hard um, that I, I've I didn't have. a. I mean, I, I knew that it didn't matter what you did, but whatever you've whatever um, was put before you, um, you worked hard. Um, and as an immigrant student, um, I did not even have a path for college. 
uh, it was one of my ag professors that actually said, you are not too smart. You're too smart not to go to college. And um, he literally put me in his car and, um, you know, took me to enroll me in college. And um, what was that professor's uh, name? Mr. Kaiser. All right. Mr. Kaiser needs a hand. We need, we need to give him a hand. That's why I want to make sure we give him credit here. Absolutely. And so um, that was probably the first time I realized uh, how big of opportunity I've actually had. Um, you know, I just really thought that uh, work was about, um, you know, f- basically finding something physical to do as hard as you can and, and making a profit. Um, and then uh, I, you know, long story short, I went and on and got a degree. And um, uh, when I was in that degree, I actually got a poultry science degree and it was all through scholarship. Poultry it- science. Yes, sir. So studied birds. Yes, absolutely. Okay. All, right. all right. And, um, you know, I-, I did that for a couple of years and I realized that, man, this is just I can there's so much opportunities now, like all these things have been I've been exposed to, to the, all these different avenues, all these different things I can do with my life. And um, I decided that um, I was going to go into business for myself. And I did. I, I, I was a self-taught contractor. I, I started with granite uh, countertops and granite installs. And I learned um, tile and flooring. And, you know, it was the age of YouTube and all these great tools on the Internet. And I, I, and I was just um, started picking that stuff up and I I started growing my own business. And, um, I, I, I had a, a kingdom business that, um, it wasn't a kingdom business. I, I had kingdom principles that I tried to apply in my business, but, um, you know, it, it it was, I I didn't invest in my people. Sure. Um, and I, I met Damon Schuber through one of his remodels in his personal house. And that's how we got to, uh, to know each other. And so after the tornado happened, um, you know, the, the company kind of, um, started developing and, and Damon right away brought me in onto the team as a subcontractor, um, for Schubert Mitchell homes. And, um, I was just blown away with the heart, um, and, and basically, um, the decision very early on, um, to, to build a kingdom company, even though, um, I had my own business and, and, you know, um, uh, it, it was so attractive. Um, was it tough to leave your own business to go work for some other guys? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was a very proudful person. Um, you know, here, my family and, and my dad has always worked for, for somebody, you know, um, and I, I'm I'm a business owner. No, I don't work for anybody for but for myself. And it's the ultimate American dream. Absolutely, it's why your father brought you here. Absolutely, yes, sir. And so um, I had, I felt, um, I felt like I was almost failing um, closing that business down. Hmm. Interesting. Um, um, but you know that that was God's calling. It was it was it, you know it wasn't. It, it got to where it wasn't about me and I had to, I had to choose if I was going to be obedient um, and let God use, use me to do great things or j- just me do, um, you know, what, what makes Oscar feel good. Oscar, talk to us about working for Dan Mitchell, Damon Schubert and Joe Harris. What is, what's one thing you've seen these guys demonstrate as business owners and leaders Mm-hmm. That that really screams out, hey, they love Jesus and they love the people that work for them. Um, 
I think that, uh, man, there's, there's so many things. Uh, the very first thing, uh, that, uh, that probably struck me unique was prayer. Um, just willing any there, when there's decisions to make to pray, um, and, and just stopping meetings, um, for prayer, um, asking God to be involved in the small things. Um, you know, when they asked me to, Hey, are you, would you be interested in coming to work for me? I still remember that morning, um, that, uh, um, the very first thing they asked is, uh, you know, Hey, can we pray about it with you? Um, so I think that, that was probably a mind blowing, mind blowing thing for me is that, um, you know, we're not at church, but, um, you know, God's still going to be here. That's fantastic. How has working for these guys impacted you and your family? Oh, um, I don't, I don't Words can't describe it. Um, you know, uh, my wife would, would probably go and go on and on and on about, um, how much I've grown spiritually. Um, I've always been challenged, um, to grow spiritually. Um, I've been given permission to serve, uh, um, and, and that's probably huge. Um, just because I think sometimes at work, um, we, we are, we're kind of on edge, you know, I wonder if it's okay, you know, um, should I serve here? Should I minister here or should I not? Um, and from the very beginning, I think that's another great, um, thing that they did is they very willingly opened up, um, you know, if you see the opportunity, serve, you know, love. Well, I appreciate it. Oscar Antion. Thank you so much for being on I Work For Him. And I want to just ask you guys, okay, Damon, you first. Talk to us about the biggest takeaway so far from the uh, Kingdom Leadership Workshop here in Lubbock, Texas. Um, I think the biggest uh, takeaway um, for me is a reminder of uh, just focus and perspective on the, the influence and importance that, you know, your business, your enterprise has on uh, families that can have on families. Okay. All right. Very good. I love that. I love that. All right. Dan Mitchell, what about for you? Biggest takeaway so far from the Kingdom Leadership Workshop? Uh, the biggest takeaway for me is that God is at the center of change and growth in our lives, and we need to make allow his kingdom to extend into our businesses that he's available and real and alive every day in our lives. And he's the change agent, not us. Hmm. Joe Harris. What about for you? I think it's just the recognition or maybe the reemphasis that, um, so many people, um, focus their, uh, their faith, um, on the weekends and don't bring it to work with them. And uh, that that's not what God intended, that God intended your faith um, to be 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, and that uh, there doesn't have to be a line in the sand between your business and your faith. Well, in fact, Jesus never intended for there to be a line. I mean, he worked in the marketplace all day long. Yeah. I mean, that, that's incredible. So, Joe, talk to us about you guys get a chance to serve a lot of people. You've got employees, 55 employees, 300 trades. You also have vendors you're buying stuff from. So you got a lot of contacts in the community, in the state, in the states that you're dealing with now that you've got Oscar over there in the northwest Arkansas towns. Talk to us about why it's so important to understand the role of business, kingdom business in the marketplace. Well, um, the thing for us that's become um, 
an opportunity that I don't know that I foresaw um, um, with the kingdom business is the opportunity to lead in your community. Um, the projects that we can get involved in as a kingdom business um, reflect our heart, but also impact the community and other businesses who come alongside us get to see that happening. And they get the opportunity to see us act as a kingdom business, and uh, hopefully uh, that rubs up on rubs off on them. Yeah, it's there's no pressure there though, Dan Mitchell. As you get to just experience, okay, people are watching. But you ever think about the fact that people are watching you? And so, what if you screw up and when people are watching? I have thought about that, but it's a mistake to think about it. I think um, the one I want to impress is my Father in heaven, and he did not. Um, uh, consider people's status. Um, he impacted and loved the marginalized. And we have that opportunity in the building industry every day, all day long. There's a, a concrete guy who now has his own company and multiple crews that we met as a, as a crew member. And he, we saw something in him. We loved him where he was at. We helped him grow his business and um, we could have overlooked him. It might've been you could argue we should have overlooked him and moved on. And maybe, maybe, uh, the survival of the fittest, he would have figured it out. And then that's the best way to handle it. But, but God does not overlook the marginalized and we don't want to take advantage of people because of their immigration status. For instance, I know there are contractors out there that take advantage of that every day. What, what are you going to do if you don't pay them? Right. But looking at people, uh, as, people made in God's image and living under um, his love and patience for us and extending that to people, no matter their station is our opportunity every day. You know, you've got a vision for Schuber Mitchell homes there in Joplin, Missouri. Is there ever a chance where vision can cause you trouble where vision gets in the way? It, yeah, you, you can do that. You can, you can put your eyes off of the God who gave you the vision and begin to worship his plan or what you perceived to be his plan over and above him. And it's really him acting in your life every day uh, that creates any change that's going to be uh, created. It's him that you, it's his, it's your worship of him that changes your own heart. And if your heart's going to be changed, um, man, you have to practice his presence and, and it's, it's probably not going to look the same every day. I'm sure it's not. Hey, as we're on location in Lubbock, Texas at the kingdom at work, kingdom leadership workshop, I would love for you guys to get involved. Check it out online. Kingdom at work.com. We're talking to the owners of Schuber Mitchell homes out of Joplin, Missouri, Dan or Damon Schuber. Okay. So you guys got this all figured out. I mean, it sounds like you guys got a pretty level head. You got this whole kingdom you know, having a kingdom construction company, you got it all figured out? Absolutely not. <clears throat> you know, we, we uh, struggle every day to figure things out. Um, and it's it's a journey. And it's um, a fun journey. And it's interesting to learn things. One of the things that I think that um, has has been impressed on me over the last few years is, you know, growing a company can be fun. Uh, it can be enjoyable to hit those milestones and, and see people and, and, uh, and, and, the, and the enterprise itself grow. That's a, that's a, a thing. But when that becomes the overall goal or that becomes the God, then there's a problem. So um, I think what God's really opened our eyes to is um, finding more joy in, in seeing people grow within the, within the organization, whether that's professionally or spiritually, um, uh, 
to see them grow um, brings more joy than see the company grow. And you know what? When that happens, the, the, the enterprise grows naturally. You know, you guys have a lot of years of experience under your belt. You, you guys have built a lot of homes. Do you, how many, you have any idea as a partnership how many homes you guys have built since 2011? Oh, they're all looking at each other. Going, at each other. Hey, where's the guy you with rebu- the spreadsheet? Where's You've the rebuilt the whole city, right? <laughs> no, there have been other builders that have helped with that. What we're probably over eight hundred at this yeah, point. I was going to say eight hundred. Excellent. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of homes. How has when you when you look at the kingdom purpose behind building homes for people, and you look at your impact on the community, do you think your faith has impacted the? I mean. How how do I even ask this question? When you look at community impact, because you're not thinking, well, I really want to, you know, I want to get a great reputation, although you're, you're thinking that, but you're thinking, how has your faith made a difference in Joplin, Missouri? Damn. Uh, above all else, guard your heart. Um, uh, uh, God's in charge of our hearts. And when he reigns there, then we make a difference. And so we've seen people's impact. Uh, lives impacted keeping promises when you make a promise to a buyer to a home uh, and anything goes wrong it really doesn't matter if your two-year warranty's up what matters is did Schubert Mitchell Homes cause that and can we help and and make a difference and so I think uh, not only just the people within our company our trades our home buyers feel the difference that God has made in our lives you know, Damon, we have allowed people to kind of get a little bit of a sneak peek into what the Kingdom Leadership Workshop looks like. What would you say to our listeners that are contemplating, looking at their 2019 calendar, looking at their budget for next year and saying, what things do I want to put as a priority? How, what, how would you encourage them about attending this workshop? You know, I think that uh, we struggled with the same thing that every uh, business person struggles with this time. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at me and there's three days. Uh, you know, and you don't have that felt need that day where you're thinking about scheduling it. Um, but, uh, do it. Well, so you <laughs> just do it. it's not just the three of you owners. How many of your people did you bring with you as a team? Well, the thing is uh, in April we had six people come. Uh, and none of, none of the ownership uh, team came, but they came back and said, you guys have to go and you have to bring people. <laughs> wow. So we just took their word for it and said, okay, we'll, we'll do that. And we're happy we did. So and we brought eight more with us this time. So that'd okay. be 14 others. That's that fantastic. That's so that's fantastic. a huge commitment from your company. And, and I think that speaks to our listeners. Yeah. Money and time. I mean, it just effort. Okay. Dan, talk to us about what, what do you think? Well, I should somebody bring their team here so far. You've seen what you've seen. Why should they bring their team here? Well, it might be a reflection of your heart to be able to take the time out of your schedule mm-hmm. and send people to something like this. It is, I think of Sabbath. What's the point of that? Right. Mm-hmm. The point is the world continues to turn, right? And God will will protect you and guide you and fill in the gaps, right? Mm. And so if you take the time to do this, then exactly the same thing can happen in your business. It'll all be okay and you'll be better for it. That's right. right. So Joe, what do you have to share with our listeners about why they should maybe look at attending this next year? Well, I really do think there's a lot of business owners today that are wondering um, how to bring their faith into their company. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much kind of thought about breaking the two apart, you know, the secular world versus, uh, versus your faith. And I think this conference does an excellent job of giving you the key points for how you can do that and why it's important 
and what it will mean for you and what it will mean for your team and to fundamentally at the end of the day, no matter what your service or what your product or what your business is, that underneath it all, um, the goal is to honor God with that business. Amen. Dan Mitchell, Damon Schubert, Joe Harris, and of course, he doesn't have a microphone anymore, but Oscar, Oscar Antillon, thank you guys all for being an I Work for Him today. These guys came here from Joplin, Missouri. You should check them out online, schubermitchell.com. If you need to build a home, you got to check them out. And you need to check out Kingdom at Work, Kingdom Leadership Workshop, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's definitely our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.